This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, May 29th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Doing, doing well. Yeah? Excited yeah. for your weekend? Yes. You've uh, you've pretty well conquered Home Depot and don't have any more condo trips? I'm hoping, I, I, I doubt it. Uh, I, we do need to get one, one more curtain rod, and I'm hoping we can go somewhere other than Home Depot to get it. Oh but. boy. Domestic chores. Domestic accomplishments. We are joined by a, a guest again. It's been a while, but we're joined again by Steve Adams from MLB Trade Rumors. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well. Excited to be back on the podcast, uh, although I don't think my weekend plans can, can match up to Matt's Home Depot run, but <laughs> try to try to work something equally exciting in there. Yeah, well, yeah, we're glad to have you back. It's been a bit, but um, we're going to look at DFS options for Friday, and then we're going to peak it Saturday and Sunday, and then uh, we got some Field of Streams picks for the weekend, which will hopefully go better than our recent picks have gone, because it's going from bad to worse <laughs> recently. Okay, I, I've been doing pretty well. Well, you had Joe Kelly, and I had Colby Lewis, so uh, it wasn't oh. it wasn't a great one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't good. We got some hiccups. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and start looking at Friday right off the bat. Um, we'll start with catcher. Start with you, Matt. Matt, any catchers that really stuck out to you for Friday? All right, Dylan, this, this catcher pick for, for Friday, the, the one that I, is at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. You gotta get your boy Josh Fegley, right? Has I think to be. It might be Fegley time. He's not at the top of my list. No, but he's on your list? He, yeah, he was kind of a little sleeper that I, I, I actually, I, I'm kind of intrigued with uh, Caleb Joseph at home against Tampa Bay. So he, get, he gets Nate Carnes, mm-hmm. and Caleb Joseph actually he hits righties pretty well. Yeah, he's been pretty decent. Yes, he's, he's competent. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Nate Carnes has been fine. His problem is he doesn't go very deep in the games. He's kind mm-hmm. of like a first two times for the order guy. Uh, but Caleb Joseph has made himself pretty serviceable so far. I don't see a problem with that as a cheap pick. I mean, Steve, any catchers stick out to you for Friday? Yeah, I have Pegley on my list as well. Um, and then, uh, I, I, Kurt Suzuki should probably be a relatively cheap option as well. Uh-huh. Um, I guess Mark Burley and the Twins, uh, have a lot of good right-handed bats up and down that lineup. They've hit left-handed pitching pretty well over the course of the past two seasons. Um, so yeah, I think if, you know, if you're looking to go cheap, um, behind the plate, then, then either one of those guys, uh, is, is probably a pretty serviceable option for you. Sure. And then. If you want to go a little more expensive, Gaddis is against the lefty, uh, Radon, But. Yeah. I wanted to ask Matt the about strong, that. Strong potential for, you know, 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts there, so. Matt, what do you think Evan Gaddis against Radon? He made my list. I get it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But I you know, agree. It could be. Another struck, it's going to be, you know, a 3 true outcome day for Gaddis, I have a feeling. Either, you know, walk a strikeout or a home run. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it has potential. Okay, how about first base, Steve? Uh, we'll start with you. Who do you like at first base? Uh, there, there's a few decent options at first base um, tomorrow. Uh, you have uh, Ryan Howard, who suddenly can hit again, uh, mm-hmm. going against Chad Bettis, who who doesn't really strike fear into into anyone's heart. Um, he was so he, awesome his last he, time out, and I don't he was buy really it awesome at all. Last time out. Yeah, but I, I, I'm looking at the career body of work. He, he's throwing, a, I think he's throwing like a curveball and change up a lot more this year. Maybe he's relying more on his off-speed stuff and, and there's something there. Um, but one start's not going to deter me from, 
uh, from going against him in a, in a pitcher, or excuse me, in a hitter-friendly ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Billy Butler against Chris Capiano. Uh, good righty-lefty matchup there. Depending on the site you're on, Albert Poole is really cheap, and and he's facing Animal Sanchez, who struggled a lot this year. Yeah, so, giving up uh, lots of homers. Pujols, yeah, I mean it's 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 weird to call Albert Pujols a, a potential bargain option, but he's he's not that expensive depending on what site you're looking at. Um, and that's if you can get him cheap against a pitcher who struggled, uh, then I, I think that's a, a nice upside play there as well. Yeah, I like that for sure. Uh, Matt, any other first baseman unmentioned? Yes. Uh, I think we have to mention Adam Lindy and Shrubby De La Rosa. Sure. It's, it's what I, I, the other name I had was, uh, was Ryan Howard and, and, and I, I'd be fine with either Adam Lind or Ryan Howard in that case. Yep. Um, do you guys like Lucas Duda against Dan Heron? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think that's a, a good matchup and if you're looking toward the top of the, top of the price scale, uh, you know, Prince Field has been hitting extremely well, and and think uh, are the are the Red Sox going to Stephen Wright tomorrow? I think so. Yeah. Um, there's there's definitely possibility um, for him to get a few up in the air there as well. Yep. And then uh, Freddie Freeman gets Tim Hudson, and why not? Because Tim yeah, Hudson's not doing much, and I mean the why not? I guess is it's in San Francisco, which is a bummer, and Freddie Freeman doesn't really have anybody to drive in. That said. He's plenty competent and can take advantage of Tim Hudson for sure. All right. Um, at second, second base, I had four names. Uh, okay. I started with always with uh, Brian Dozier against a lefty. Brian Dozier against Mark Burley. I kind of um, feel like he's like stuck on your list like forever. Like, you know, it's sure it's like written in pen that, that, that ink that you can't erase. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Dozier against a lefty that's not good. I mean, if it's David Price, you think, you know, you're not that excited about it, but, uh, sure. Mark Burley, sad enough, is not doing very well this year. Brian Dozier has the pop, has, he'll do fine. On the flip side, Jose Altuve against the lefty against Carlos Rodon. That's a little bit more of an asterisk just because it's a high price and a matchup with a guy with some stuff. You know, no offense to Mark Burley. Um, but Jose Altuve could do fine. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of guys that are red hot this month, Ian, um, Jason Kipnis gets Taiwan Walker, and Taiwan Walker is a guy that has stuff, and I was waiting to see him put it together and just hasn't really yet. So if you want to spend the money on Jason Kipnis, it's in Seattle, but I don't, he, he could do just fine. And Ian Kinsler gets Hector Santiago, who I like, but I like those Tigers righties against a uh, lefty. We didn't mention Miggy. And maybe he could do fine against Hector Santiago, too. But I like Hector Santiago. I don't think he's a, a pushover southpaw, but he's a competent. Matt, did you have any second baseman I didn't mention? Yes, I had two. I had one obvious pick, and that's Colton Wong against mm-hmm. uh, Mike Bolsinger in L.A. You love Colton Wong like I like Brian Dozier. Uh, except Colton Wong's actually good at baseball. Oh, uh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'm just going to take a time, a 20-second time out here to walk away. I enjoy pitting the Twins and White Sox fans as, as mutual <laughs> guests together on this to argue about second baseman. Uh, Steve, you just got to start talking about Gordon Beckham to even it back out. Uh, are you still in the league? That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know I had one other uh, under-the-radar option. Okay. Oh, Matt Duffy versus the Braves. Matt Duffy. Um, is Matt... Believe it or not. Matt Duffy, not terrible against right-handed pitching this year. Yeah. I guarantee 90% of it's bad if driven. Mm-hmm. 
but he's an interesting guy. He has some skills. Instruction that he's in the lineup, he won't give you. He won't give you a zero. Yeah, against Mike Boltonevich. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's. I don't think he's like a future all star necessarily, but there's some pop there. There's. I don't know, and he has that third base job now. So yeah, Matt Duffy is worth attention. Steve, do you have opinions on Matt Duffy? Not a Matt Duffy isn't a player that I can safely say I have never devoted a, an overwhelming amount of thought to. Just <laughs> just uh, tweets about his tough man bats, basically. Uh, yeah. He does. Um, but no, I think you guys have covered. Uh, I, I I had a uh, I have Brian Dozier and, and Ian Kinsler uh, mm-hmm. to the top of my list. I like both of those. Um, they're going to be more on the uh, more expensive end of the scale. Um, if you, I, I think. Uh, Capuano could struggle somewhat tomorrow against the A's, and and Zobris qualifies uh, second base, obviously. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're looking at doing some kind of stack there, you can throw his name into the mix. Sure. Uh, probably not necessarily home run, but relatively inexpensive option could score a couple of runs, pick up a couple of hits, RBI, steal, um, you know, whatever. So he's another name to at least add into consideration. Sure. And then uh, you want to kick us off at third base, Steve? Who do you like at third base? Well, not to not to sound uh, the part of a, a complete homer here, but I, I do like stacking twins uh, against Mark Burley and, uh, and and Trevor Plouffe has had uh, quietly, relatively quietly, a really good start to the year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always hit left-handed pitching really well. Uh, Burley has just just kind of looked lost uh, for a lot of this season as well. So um, I, I think Plouffe's probably top of my list pretty well. He's not that expensive on most sites just yet. So I, I like him as, as a nice value option with pretty good uh, upside with some pretty good production tomorrow. Okay, cool. Um, And then, yeah, I like Ploof. Every time I have uh, Dozier, I have Ploof on there as well. It's hard. Yeah, they're a nice little combo. Yeah. Um, And then Suzuki, like you mentioned, too, a catcher. Matt, um, any third baseman there that you like as well? Yeah. I got a controversial name I'm going to throw out there. Okay. Is it uh, Alex Rodriguez? Because we've discussed him. No, no. We've, okay. kind of, we've kind of done him to death. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw Todd Frazier out there against Steven Strasburg. Yeah. I wanted to talk about, yeah, Steven Strasburg. He's had a miserable season, but yes. I don't know. The he's, peripherals, he's... The peripherals are there. Like he's, It looks like he's not supposed to be this bad, but, yeah. he, but is, he, is. he has been all kinds of terrible. It looks like it's uh, average on balls and play coming back to bite him, but at a certain point, you have to wonder if some of that's his own doing in terms of, you know, not being able to locate pitches, um, yeah. leaving things up in the zone. He's getting hit hard every time yeah. out. He's like the anti Nick Martinez. You're like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> he should be much better than this. Yeah. They so, are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with Todd Frazier or Joey Votto or any of the Reds that you like, you know? I don't know. It's weird. I wouldn't go in with a lot of faith, but I don't think he'd be crazy for I actually. I don't think I, I, I don't think I'd stack, but mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I, you know, the velocity, it, the velocity is still there for Strasburg. It's, it's basically the same as it was last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not ready to say he's, he's got the old, you know, Roger Clemens hidden injury. Yeah. But would it be? Would you be? Would you be shocked if if he if he needed you know a 15 day rip here pretty soon? No, hopefully that's not the case. But no, I wouldn't be shocked at all. No, I wouldn't. That would not come as a surprise. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Todd Frazier's good. Any other third baseman you're into? 
no, that was, that was you guys covered. It. I was going to mention Trevor Plouffe. Well, I had Matt Carpenter gets Mike Bolsinger. Why not? Yeah, and uh, Nick Castellanos gets Hector Santiago. That will be a cheap option. Really just betting on Detroit putting up some runs against him. Again, I think he's a competent lefty, but uh, yeah, I, I think Nick Castellanos can earn his money in DFS uh, in the right matchup, but I like some of those other guys more. Trevor Plouffe might be my favorite for the day. Yeah. Shortstop, yeah. uh, I had two names at shortstop, okay. as usual, fairly thin. I, I, I know who one of them is. Yeah, probably. I thought I knew as well. Um, well, I have Marcus Simeon against okay, Chris Okay, yeah, that was... Okay. Yeah, uh, Marcus Simeon, it's, the jury's still out if he can play shortstop, but he's shown that he can hit, and he can hit lefties. I don't know that he's always going to hit this well, but he's hitting so far this year. And he gets Chris Capuano, and it's in Oakland, but he's going to be fine. And depending on your format where you play, he isn't always so expensive. So, I like him. Um, he bats up in the lineup, too. And then we were talking the other day about how Johnny Beralta in his career hits lefties yeah, better. Oh my but, guy's a jerk. <laughs> taking taking your, your guy. You like Johnny Beralta against righties, and I, I think it's a good point. And he gets Mike Bolsinger. So, anything else to add other than he gets Mike Bolsinger? No. No, it's Mike Bolsinger. It's Johnny <laughs> Peralta. He's hitting righties this year. He's always been a good hitter, but he's hitting righties better than usual this year. Any other shortstops for you, Matt? Or was it those guys? No, you took both my... Well, yeah. I was I was gonna sound really smart by throwing both those guys out there, but you and you, I did. You went, went ahead of me. I did. Uh, Steve, any shortstops for you? Uh, no, I mean you got those. Actually, as as odd as it is to have had Johnny Peralta on my list, it's it's pretty thin on um on on Friday, and and those are kind of the two guys uh, that I was looking at. So I guess you can maybe um you can maybe throw Bogarts into the mix. Um, mm-hmm. Garrett not. He left his game on. Well. He left his game on Thursday after getting hit by a pitch, though. So you got to check on him. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Keep an uh, eye on him. But sure, I mean, he gets Giovanni Gallardo. So, um, yeah, again, not the pitcher he was yeah. three years ago by no. any means. But you're, I forgot about the the, the hit by pitch. Yeah. So he might be fine tomorrow, but keep an eye on him. Um, the Tiger stack again. You can go back to it and draw from it. Jose Iglesias is back, and he's going to be cheap, but. If they're scoring a bunch of runs in Anaheim, he could be a part of that. So I don't have a problem if you'd want to go cheap at shortstop. But I think we all agree Peralta and Semyon are, are maybe the best picks. Matt, I'll let you go first in the outfield. Who do you like in the outfield for Friday? <sighs> okay. Do you want my, 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 my cheap option or my expensive option? Whichever one you're most proud of. <sighs> most proud of? Uh, <laughs> I think that the cheaper option is probably... I, I, I'd say more out more out there than the expensive options. The expensive, I went pretty traditional, but my, my cheap option is Chris Colabello. Okay, you're you're buying in. I'm no, I just I, I think he's in the middle of one of his hot streaks, and he seems to be able to hit hit righties fairly well. Yeah, that's definitely a thing, and he gets Trevor May. Steve, can yeah. you speak on Trevor May? He's a decent pitcher, but I mean, he's he's not going to miss a ton of bats. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean. He's kind of a mid-rotation guy. Uh, he's got good velocity. He's controlling the ball really well this year, but he's still on a ton of strikes too. And and being around the plate too much could probably get you in some trouble against uh, against the Toronto lineup. I mean, I like Trevor May as a pitcher, but if somebody told me that they were going to stack uh, Blue Jays against Twins tomorrow, even though it's a lot of right-on-right matchups, uh, mm-hmm. I would be fine with that because I don't 
see Trevor May completely overpowering that lineup by any means. Yeah. So, and, and the way they're hitting right now, I mean, they're just so loaded. Uh, there's just way too much talent in there. You could stack the team against almost anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the Twins' bullpen is super exciting for once May gets out of the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have no problems with uh, with going Colabello. Cool. Um, what other outfielders you got, Matt? What other outfielders that I, who I have? Yeah. I, I really want to bet against uh, Mike Fultonetta in Atlanta. I, sure, why not? I wrote. So I'm, I'm thinking guys like Gregor Blanco and Nori Aoki. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably not going to hit very many home runs, but I, they won't give you zeros if you're looking right. to fill out a DFS lineup and you need a third outfielder. I'd be fine with either of those guys, especially Aoki. Yeah, Aoki's been great. On help yeah, it's always a fine like, option. Really has. He's he's had some he put some ridiculous stat lines. So you know, this week especially. Did, does Tory Hunter do anything for you there, Steve? Yeah. I think against, uh against Mark Burley. A right handed right handed bat against Mark Burley. Um I think he could take any right handed bat. I have for a cheap option tomorrow, if you're like bottom of the barrel and you have no money left, I have Aaron Hicks. I mean, he hasn't done almost anything in his career as a plate, but if you look at his numbers throughout the minors, he's been a very good right handed hitter. All of his power in the majors has almost has come as a right handed hitter. Um he gave up switch hitting briefly for a while to focus only on right handed hitting. If you need if you have, you know, $2,200 left or something at the end of one of your, you know, fantasy lineups and you're scrambling trying to figure out who you can stuff into the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hicks will be in there for his glove and, and he, like you said, if the Twins are scoring runs tomorrow, hey, he's, can he could probably be do worse than him for a, for a bottom of the barrel, uh, no. option. <laughs> it, it is a bottom of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actively, you know, campaigning to build lineups around Aaron Hicks, but yeah. if you're, if you're, um, Dirt poor. Th- <laughs> yeah. No, I, I heard liberal yeah, interpretation from the White Sox fan over there. Hicks stick. <laughs> uh, I also oh, like. Man, uh, I can't wait till Hicks hits a home run tomorrow. It's gonna be great. We'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> All the Twitter trash talk. Um, also in the outfield, George Springer gets Carlos Rodon, the last and yep. maybe my favorite Astro against uh, the lefty. Those are all boomer bust. I like the whole uh, Detroit Tigers outfield against the lefty every time. Um, led off by Rajai Davis, gets in against a lefty, and he becomes a, a star. And then Yoannis and J.D. Martinez, of course, against Santiago, who, again, is not a pushover, but still left-handed. Matt, and he left-handed pitcher against the Tigers is in a struggle. Yeah. Um, Matt, you didn't write down your guy, Mark Canha, against Chris Capuano? I, I was I was looking for, for for Oakland outfielders to play against Chris Capuano. I couldn't find very many. Yeah. You're you're not quite on the Mark Canha train anymore. No, no, I, I'm I'm fine with it. I, I I just I I guess he, he I guess he he qualified at first base in my in, in, in the stat oh, search sure. when I was searching outfielders. Yep, that could be the case. Um Michael Brantley and Brandon Moss get Taiwan Walker. Again, it's in Seattle, but they could do just fine because he has not put it together really. And then uh yeah, I had Giant Southfielders against Fultonevich and then Francisco Liriano was amazing, and he's finally started to show his shakiness his last few times out. He'll have those meltdown starts sometimes. He goes to mm-hmm. San Diego, where he could do just fine, but the Padres like to hit lefties, and they're led by uh, Matt Kemp and Justin Upton. And I think I forgot to mention Derek Norris, also, as a catcher. Um, I like those Padres righty bats against a lefty. But Liriano can be really good. He could go and blow up, and he could go and be dominant. I don't know. But they are worth mentioning, if you believe in Matt Kemp or want to pay for Justin Upton. I don't know that I would pay for Justin Upton full price against Liriano, but um, 
Derek Norris and, and Matt Kemp could be worth paying attention to. Uh, do you guys have any outfielders that did not get discussed? Um, <laughs> covered a lot of them. Yeah. When you're talking, I like to, I like going with some Houston, uh, righties as well. And we didn't, and we didn't mention Marissa. He's kind of another, like, if you only have a few thousand dollars left at the bottom of your, uh, you know, end of your, your fantasy roster, um, mm-hmm. you can, you can Flip a coin between Jake Marisnik and Aaron Hicks and see which one you want to go with against the lefties. But, yeah. uh, either one could potentially, you know, help out, uh, especially if you're stacking against that lefty. Actually, I've got a Swiss Army knife guy that we, we, I think we need to mention more often. Okay. Who do you got? Brock Holt. Oh, yes. Oh, Brock mm-hmm. Holt. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you get to Ronnie Gallardo and Brock Holt. He actually, he hits Ronnie's you know, pretty well and he qualifies everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. It's if true. you just need a guy somewhere and can't figure out where, yeah. I don't know. He's not going to hit you a home run, but he can put, you know, three base hits on the board or two base hits on yeah, the board. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And then Steve, you want to start us off with, uh, some pitching options for Friday? Uh, yeah. Um, my, I actually think my favorite, uh, option tomorrow in terms of value is, is one that I think at least Matt Seems to, to have reservations about, but we've gone down this road before as well. Uh, I like Ruby De La Rosa against the Brewers. Um, they're extremely right-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's had, you know, a pretty decent season. Uh, he has some peripherals no long, um, along with it. And, and, uh, that's, that's the team that just does not, and it's, I think Wind is the only, you know, lefty bat you really need to worry about in there. Otherwise right. they're running out switch hitters like Elian Herrera and, and Luis Sardina. Matt so has I, gone I, I, on record of liking those guys, but I don't know that I would be scared of them. That's for sure. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, 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 hey. Whoa, uh-oh, uh-oh. Gone on record, I, Sardinus is like a legit prospect, mm-hmm. and the other guy is a warm body. Yes. I think uh, he's covered that. Uh, Sardinus' prospect status is in large part due to his glove. I mean, he can he can hit a little bit, but I, uh, he doesn't scare me if I'm, if I'm picking you know, uh, somebody against um, somebody against the Brewers in, in terms of you know DFS. If I, I'm not going to worry too much about him as a, as a left-handed option. Yeah, I think it's uh, both sided. It's... To, so he'll hit a home run tomorrow. Now that I've said that, of course. But yeah, I think it's both sided in that uh, you can consider him in a good matchup as a cheap option. While on the flip side, you wouldn't avoid streaming against him. I think is kind of what those yeah. guys are. Uh, okay. So I will agree with that. Yeah, um, a couple boomer bust picks. Is Rodon is is a, is a big boomer bust pick. The Astros strike out a ton. He could mm-hmm. he could conceivably strike out you know twelve hitters over six innings tomorrow, or he could give up four home runs and be out by the third. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in in tournament play where you need a lot of upside, um, Rodon's a, a nice uh, you know nice chance to get a lot of strikeouts. And so is the other side of that pitching matchup in the in the colors. Um, the White Sox strike out a fair amount. Uh, McCullers has some good stuff. I don't know that I would rush to add either of them, but they're going to be pretty cheap. Um, and if you're looking for upside in a, in a huge tournament pool, those are going to be two guys who probably aren't going to be widely owned and uh, could drastically outperform their value. Yeah. Um, Matt actually has McCullers for Field of Streams on Friday. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I agree. It's worth uh, watching. Um I looked at, I wrote down Steven Strasburg against the Reds. I think he, he's risky, 
but he could do just fine. You know, one of these days, it's entirely possible he could be hurt, or he could turn around and be like, oh, wait, I'm Steven Strasburg again and be fine. And the Reds aren't that intimidating. I wouldn't feel great about that pick, but worth attention. He still strikes people out. Matt Harvey gets the Marlins. Uh, you'll pay full price, but he might be just fine for you. They're not intimidating, and he's at home. Uh, I like the flip side of the Arizona matchup, Jimmy Nelson against the D-backs. They're also pretty right-handed. I'm not worried about many lefties in their lineup. Uh, he could be just fine. I wrote Carlos Rodon. Sonny Gray, you'll pay full price for, and he gets the Yankees, which isn't a great matchup, but also not awful. He's just really good. Uh, he's good enough to beat the Yankees. Matt, do you like Trevor Bauer in Seattle? Yes. Yeah, you like Trevor Bauer. Are you mad? I'm just <laughs> listing all your guys again. What's that? I said, are you mad? I'm just listing all your guys again. No, actually, there's one guy that I plan on putting in a lot of DFS lineups that you haven't mentioned. All right. I want to hear it. Who you got? Jake Arrieta at home against KC. Sure. You're ready to go up against KC? Have you, have you seen what Jake Arrieta's been doing in, in Wrigley? I have not, but he, I'd love he, to hear it. His home numbers in Wrigley are fantastic. Yeah, I, I believe it. I haven't seen it, but I believe you. And that's and that's Kansas City without the DH. So uh-huh. I, I believe that means I think Kendrys has to sit. Uh oh, he's been pretty decent though. Jokes he's been, aside, he's been really good. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to strike out a lot of guys, but I, I mean, he can certainly beat them. You know, I, I don't I don't see why he can't have a a, a DFS worthy start against Kansas City. I really don't. Want. Yeah, Arietta in general over the past year or how many you know seven or eight months of baseball has just been otherworldly. So I, I like that as well. I actually, uh, in in looking at pitching matchups for tomorrow, I inadvertently opened an evening slate of games uh, and didn't have the, the Cubs-Royals in there. So mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely have mentioned Arietta uh, as well. I, I love Jake Arietta. He's one of my favorite pitchers in the game. So I, I think that's a, a definitely a good option to be looking out for. Yep. Okay, uh, any other pitchers to keep an eye on before we move on to Saturday? Yeah, I, I also had Nelson as, as the other side of my, my, my pitching stack. Mm-hmm. I, I really had yeah, Nelson's stack, I like that a lot. Yep, they could do just fine there. Uh, yeah, I like both. I like Nelson a little more than De La Rosa, but I could see uh, some potential out of both of them. All right, let's move on and look at Saturday. Again, we're going to do uh, this new format for looking at weekend games where we do a little bit around Robin and bounce back and forth instead of running the the whole game. I'm going to go first because I'm selfish and I'm the host. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, two guys. I'm cheating some more. Um, Rays against Wei Yin Chen and the lefties, the righties that you want are Evan Longoria and Logan Forsyth. You know, I, I've gotten under the radar pick to that game. Oh, yeah? Tim Beckman. More uh, Tim Beckham? Beckham yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Tim Beckham. I apologize. Yes. Beckham. Uh, uh, Tim, Tim Beckman's the, the bad football coach at University of Illinois who probably should have been fired years ago. Tim yeah. Beckman is the second baseman in, in, in Tampa Bay. Yes, and he can hit lefties. Yes. He yes. has like an 800 OPS against left-handed pitching. And, mm-hmm. and Wei Yin Chen is, he's kind of prone to those, you know, four or five runs over six inning starts. Yeah. I don't know. He's uninspiring. No. Yeah, dependably uninspiring, but yeah. Yeah, inspiring. Yep, pretty much. You know what you're gonna get. He's he's like he's the left-handed Taiwanese uh, Tim Kohler. So (laughs) Tom Kohler. No, no. Tom Kohler. We're having trouble with names today. Okay, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I like those rays against Wei Chin. I would like Steven Souza, but he's a little bit banged up now, too. But, uh, yeah, I like those rays. Matt, that'll lead into you. Uh, who do yeah. you like on Saturday? Uh, Elvis Andrews versus Wade Miley. Okay, sure. If, yeah. if you look in middle infield, I want Elvis Andrews versus Gillespie. He, that's where, if he does much damage at all, that's where he would do it. Precisely. Yep. Um, not much to explain there. I also like Adrian Beltre. You're going to pick Rangers against Miley, but you're going to pay a little more for him. I like Andrews. Uh, Steve, what about you? Who you got on Saturday? On Saturday, uh, Adam Lind versus Jerry Hellickson. Uh, sure. Hellickson, most of the struggles can against righties, most of Lind's, uh, success comes against or excuse me, most of the pilots struggles come against lefties, most of Lynn's success comes against righties. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a whole slate of, of, I'm cheating a little bit too, but of Mariners, hitters against Sean Markham, Logan Morrison, uh, Seth Smith, Brad Miller, um, any lefty that you can put in there. Markham's a guy who, even when he was good, he was more just okay against lefties, dominant against righties, and now he's shifted into maybe passable against righties and, and pretty terrible against lefties. So. Yeah. A uh, lot of stacking options um, in terms of left-handed manners bats there. I can see that. Um, all right, I'll go again. Next, I like, uh, we just mentioned him against Strasburg, but I like Todd Frazier even more against Gio Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. It's a platoon advantage for him. He kills lefties. He just has plenty of pop and should do just fine. And Gio is breaking my heart this year. I always like Gio Gonzalez, and he is not doing as well as he should this year. Yeah, so I like Todd Frazier. Matt, who you got next? Okay, I'm I'm taking an, another under the radar second baseman. Good. I'm I'm gonna hold my nose a little bit. Yeah. Because DJ Lemayhu, DJ Lemayhu gets Aaron Harang and Jerome Williams this weekend. Oh boy. That's like a combined seventy years of bad pitching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he is entering his prime and makes good contact. And yeah, I like <laughs> DJ Lemayhu just fine. The prime years of DJ Lemayhew. Yeah. Uh, he can swipe some bases, and there's not much pop there, but he hits for a good average. I mean, Coors helps a lot, but I'm I'm fine with DJ Lemayhew. He's a dependable and cheap option, for sure. And you're right, those are good matchups for him. He's not at Coors, but he's in Philadelphia, and that's not so yeah. bad either. Okay. Um, Steve, who you got next? First, apologize for botching the format of this last uh, last round when it was my turn. I'll keep it to one. I like going twice. One single selection this time. That's okay. Uh, I have uh, I have Michael Franco against uh, Jorge De La Rosa. That's a good um, one too. Yep. You know he's one of the better young prospects. Uh, he hits lefties very well. De La Rosa has not been that good this year. Uh, they're playing in Philadelphia, I believe. Although it wouldn't matter if they were in Coors, either one is going to be a good a good hitting environment for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he he hasn't been great in the majors so far, but he's got power. Um, he's gonna you know be facing a, a not overpowering lefty, so I like that matchup. All right, and then let's do one more round here. Um, I'm obligated to mention all of the Astros righties against Jose Quintana. I am always hammering this away. Jose Quintana used to be better, but he's been a little disappointing. And the list goes: Altuve, Chris Carter, Evan Gaddis, George Springer, and then yeah, Jake Marisnik even. Draw from uh, those Astros on Saturday against Quintana, I say. Matt? Yeah? Who, who Who's last on your list on Saturday? <sighs> last time, can I, can I take a picture? Sure, absolutely. Good, because I'm taking a picture. Good. All right. I, I think I'm, if, if, if you're betting against Jose Quintana, does that mean I have to bet on Dallas Keuchel? No, not at all, but I don't know I, why you wouldn't. 
I just picture Dallas Keiko just like carving up the White Sox for lunch. Uh, I mean, I can definitely see that. Yeah, does they, that give you weird, not, conflicted feelings? They, they, they might, they might not get a get a ball out of the infield, and I'm not joking. <laughs> possible. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. So I, that team, I, 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 I would be really, I, I, I would, I would build an entire team around Dallas Keiko, and I'm not even joking. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's a. Good, I mean, he might even rack up strikeouts against the White Sox. So very possible. Yeah. Nope. That's uh, nothing wrong with that. Worth paying. Uh, no, price seriously. The, the, the one name I do want to mention: Brandon Belt against Williams Perez. Yes. The uh, the typo. That's what we dubbed him. Yeah. The, the, the typo: Williams Perez versus Brandon Belt. Uh, yeah. Belt kills right hand kills mediocre right hand pitching. Guess what? Williams Perez is a mediocre righty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, Steve. Last pick for Saturday. Uh, I, I'm going to go the, I want to take a pitcher, but then quickly mention a hitter route as well. Matchups did that. Uh, and in terms of under the radar or like affordable pitching, um, Charlie Morton against the Padres in San Diego. Um, going against the Padres is never a, necessarily a great idea, but Charlie Morton just slays right-handed hitters. Um, I even for this segment pulled his pulled his numbers against righties since 2011, uh, and he's helped me to a 234, 299, 337 slash. He, they they do not hit him. He probably won't rack up a ton of strikeouts, um, and he might pick up a few more than usual. Padres strike out about 22, 23 percent of their bats against righties. Um, so I, I like him as a, as a cheap pitching option uh, that that can probably really outperform um, his price tag, and then. Since it doesn't need that much explanation, I'll just say Travis Snyder against Erasmo Ramirez, or really any left-handed bat on the Orioles. But yes, yeah, against Erasmo, it's worth mentioning Erasmo. I feel bad ragging on Erasmo because I like his name, but yeah, and we still like him. But he's, he's he's not too good anymore. So. No, which is which is tough. All right, he, then the... he was too good then either. Yeah, we just <laughs> hoped he would be, and he never quite did it. All right, no, he, uh, he looked promising for a half season, and he's had mm-hmm. a few good starts lately, but he's still a rough All right, uh, we'll run Sunday real quick. My favorite guy on Sunday has probably got to be all the right-handed bats against uh, Jeff Locke. Sorry to do that to you, Matt, and I realize it's in San Diego, oh, but... That's what uh, I wanted to do. The Redstone Rocket, yeah. Matt yeah, Kemp, I, Justin I Upton. I the entire Pirates outfield against... Uh, I'm fine with that too. That's gonna yeah, be that'll uh, be great. Yeah, it's funny we like these hitters in San Diego, but it's it's true. San Diego you know. Petco's not playing like Petco this year. Balls are flying no. out of Petco this year. Yeah, and part of it's because the Padres actually have some power hitters on their team, but it's other teams too. I mean, yeah, uh, the Pirates just hit three home runs tonight or on, on Thursday night. Gregory Polanco went off the field for yeah. his second homer of the year. I mean. It's not playing like it used to. Yep. So, uh, yeah, against Locke and against Espanye, there's uh, stuff to be had there. Um, Matt, who do you got other than the Pirates outfield? Oh, that was like my... You're just my, immediate my countering? I was going to lead with. I think, you know, don't, don't we have to start betting against Joe Kelly as opposed to betting on Joe Kelly? Yeah, probably. So that means I'm, I'm taking just about any, sort of any lefty the... Uh, the Rangers are going to toss out there against him. If that means Shinsu Chu, I'm I, I'm fine with Shinsu Chu. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, Joe Kelly. I wanted to figure it out, but he's about to lose his job to Eduardo Rodriguez, I feel like. Steve, who do you got on Sunday? I actually had, well, I had uh, some Rangers hitters against Joe Kelly, but I actually had it the opposite way. Um, sure. He's getting killed by righties this year, and even if you look at his career numbers, he's more of an even split guy. Um, so I, I would, any left-handed, any left-handed hitter on the Rangers is fine, but I would, I would have no problem throwing Beltre, um, into the mix as well. Uh, he, if I, I don't, he has something like a 400 even weighted on base against, um, to righties this year. They're, they're crushing him. A lot of it's bad bit driven, but, um, he's, he's not fooling anybody really there. Yeah. Uh, I would also, you can always stack against Jeremy Guthrie, uh, and John Banks. A lot of, yes. a lot of righties, uh, <laughs> the Astros and lefties for the Cubs there, uh, that tons of options there. Yep. Oh, and Dylan. Yes. Look who the twins are tossing out there on Sunday against Toronto. Oh, yeah. Ricky Our, our good buddy Ricky Nolasco is going to have to get absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, probably. R- oh. Yeah. Ricky Nolasco. Ricky Nolasco had a good last start, but, uh, I am not, I am not touching him against the, against the Blue Jays. Yeah. No. Back all day against that. Yeah. Jose Batista has made a career of hitting home runs at Target Field. He has more, I think he has more home runs there than anybody in Twins history. <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, that's obviously an exaggeration, but he crushes the Twins at Target Field, so. Yep. Um, my next one is, uh, Chase Anderson gets the Brewers. Cause Chase Anderson continues to be criminally underowned. Uh, doesn't strike, Matt and I keep going over this. Wish he had more strikeouts, but even though he doesn't, his ERA is still under three, I think. Like he's, why is he not owned? And he's right-handed, and most of the Brewers right-handed. He has to avoid Adam Lind, and other than that, should be fine. So I, I, I might try to talk the wife into going to this game. I'm running up to Milwaukee. Yeah, that'd be fun to go see your boy. To, to cheer on, yeah, to cheer on Chase Anderson. I'm going to think really hard about this. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's a fine, cheaper option on Sunday. I would have no problem building a snack on him. Yeah, Matt, who you got? I'm starting to run out of names. I knew we were going to go so deep on Sunday. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we can make this last roundabout. All right. Speaking of starting pitchers, I've, I've got a roll of Drew Hutchison against against Minnesota. Yeah. And that's he, not just because Steve's here, although it does help. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty good his last time out. Yeah, he only threw a shutout. He's, he's been good for a few times in a row now. I, I, I've liked Hutchison for a while. Uh, he, he looked ugly at the beginning of the year, but he's, he's turning around. Yeah, he really has. Yep, I like that, uh, especially while he's hot and the strikeouts raise his floor. And then, uh, yeah, Steve, last idea on Sunday. Who you got? Adam LaRoche or, I mean, any, most, most bats in the White Sox lineup against, uh, Roberto Hernandez. Um, Roberto doesn't, uh, doesn't do much to intimidate me. So, you know, he has, <laughs> I think, uh, worse, worse splits against lefties, but, uh, you could you could take Jose Bray or I mean really anybody up and down that lineup that could hit a little bit and I would be alright. I realize this is the polar opposite of pick one guy, but I'm unconventional and I refuse to to bow to your <laughs> your constraints. Okay. So as, as you, you shouldn't. Yep. No, those are <laughs> uh, those are all good recommendations and should be helpful. Okay, uh, we're gonna run through Saturday and Sunday field of streams picks. Also, real quick before we get out of here for the weekend. Um, a reminder, this is a contest Matt and I run where we pick pitchers who are less than 50% owned in Yahoo leagues at the time that we pick them, which is why a lot of them are not very good. <laughs> but we, uh, <laughs> we do our best. Um, and but it, some of them are awesome, like Chase Anderson. Yes. Yes. Um, cause he's under owned and you need to be out there grabbing him. But that is why we're not recommending David Price or whatever. Um, so on Saturday, 
Wei and Chen is at 50% owned. He's right on the line. That's um, shocking. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Han gets the Yankees. He's at 28% owned. He's under owned. Rowenis Elias returns and gets Cleveland. And then, uh, Charlie Morton gets San Diego. And I'm, I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. Uh, I should have let Matt go first. So I had time to probably, figure out. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was probably a, a dumb move by you, by you. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with. See, so here's the thing: is like the Indians shouldn't be hitting lefties, but they are, and I believe in Rowenis Elias kind of in a good matchup. And the Indians didn't hit lefties before, but they are. Um, yeah, I'm gonna believe in. Man, the Indians just blew up Colby Lewis for like nine runs on me. Uh. And it's at home. It's in it's in Seattle. I want Rowan Asilius against the Indians. I'm going to go with believing that they can't actually hit lefties like they have so far. I think Mike Aviles will not destroy like he has. And uh, Rowan Asilius is okay. So okay. it's not a Lion huge Raven vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah, not a huge vote of confidence for me, but that is my pick. But right, I considered I those pick. others. It was close. All right. All right. I, I looked long and hard at Tim Lincecum, but then I realized he's like... 62%. Oh, yeah. People like him. I, it's unbelievable to me. So, you know, just just looking at this on paper, it seemed like there should have been more, like, favorable matches than there really are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with, uh, with Jesse Hahn at home against the Yankees. I very nearly did that. I think there was just part of me that, like, didn't want to be beat by the Yankees. <laughs> but, uh, but, I don't yeah. Blame, but I just, you know, Hahn, he's been really good at home, and the Yankees, okay, they... They're the Yankees. They have a good offense. It's not, it's not like it's, you know, you, you know, you know, the Blue Jays or the Dodgers or, you know, Colorado in Colorado. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good offense. It's not, you know, one that I'm, I'm going to shy away from. At least not, not on the road. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I have no problem with that. I definitely, it was one I named and one I thought about and he's certainly underowned. Steve, did you bring a pick to the table for Saturday? Uh, I already professed my Charlie Morton love. Um, so. You almost I'll, convinced I'll me. Him. He yeah. he's crushes lefties. The numbers I rattled off since 2011, like uh-huh. a, like 299 on base and like a 330 slugging. Uh, he he crushes righties. So um, I'm gonna take him uh, in San Diego. Okay, yeah, you almost pulled me in with you, but uh, yeah, we got three separate picks there. And then Steve, I'm gonna let you go first on Sunday. I'm gonna get weird. Uh, I like <laughs> I I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, I was flipping a coin in my head between. Uh, a shoemaker and, and Wander Rodriguez. Um, and I, I don't know. I just can't help. Can't resist. I think I'm going Wander Rodriguez. Uh, he's been good. The Red Sox. He's been the, good. He's been good. The Red Sox have not been good. Yeah. Uh, especially against lefties. Which doesn't so, make sense at all, but. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all, but. Yeah. Um, so this will probably be the time that the, the trend starts to turn around and, and Wandy gets blown up because he's 36 year old Wander Rodriguez and, and I look beyond foolish for taking him, but uh, Wandy's my guy on, on Sunday. Okay. You're you're brave. You're getting weird for sure, but you're right. There is some, uh, <laughs> there's some backing to that, though. Like, it, it seems unconventional, but there's some backing to that. I think I have to go... I mean, I, I mentioned him. I gotta go Chase Anderson at Milwaukee. There's some other, there's some other guys I definitely like, but I'm gonna put him out there and then let Matt take his pick, and then we can mention some others. If Chase Anderson is an all-star this year, I have to buy the jersey, right? You said that about Dallas Keuchel last year. And, and, but he wasn't an all-star. Yeah, you were ready to riot. I was crushed, yeah. You were ready, ready to send 
angry emails. What do you mean ready? I think I, I did send a few. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean you're with me on Chase Anderson? Yeah, I you know I'll, I'll roll through Hutchison again. He's only he's still at forty six percent owned. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't help it because I'm on the podcast, could you? you just strikeouts. It's it's help. Strikeouts. I, oh, I, I, I do. I do like you know taking Chase Anderson on the road, especially against the team as right-handed as Milwaukee. But mm-hmm. I, I, I've got to, I've got to keep rolling with Drew Hutchison. Yep. Yep. He has the strikeouts for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, other ones I noted and I thought were at least worth paying attention to. Um, Sio Shibata gets Kansas City, which is not a great matchup, but I like no, Sio Shibata. Not for a lefty, no, it's a terrible matchup. I like Sio Shibata, though, as do you. I've got to mention I, him. The pride of Izumo Japan. Yeah, needs to be more owned. Um, J.A. Happ gets Cleveland. No. What? No? <laughs> Stop. I just took Rowanis Elias against Cleveland. That's probably crazier than J.A. Happ. I don't know. And then uh, Jesse Chavez gets the Yankees, and I like Jesse Chavez more than uh, Jesse Hahn, so uh, I would be fine with that, too. There are some lower-end options on Sunday. Okay, you guys have anything to add, anything we missed for uh, this weekend before we mosey on out of here? Not that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've pretty much covered far too long. Yep. Um, Steve, you're writing at MLB Trade Rumors. You got anything specific going up we should check out? Not in the next couple of days, but we're uh, hopefully going to line up some uh, some interviews with uh, some of the kids who are going to the, the top end of the draft um, this year uh, in, the, in the week to two weeks leading up to the, the draft. So week to ten days leading up to the draft. So cool. uh, keep an eye out for that, and we should hopefully, uh, I think last year we, we got uh, seven or eight or eight or nine of them. So um hoping did, to did, did do that do, again. Did you do this, uh, Steve, did you do this yourself last year? Uh, I did four or five of them. Um, okay. I, what I, what uh, would these like high school and college kids possibly have to say that's remotely interesting? <laughs> so, I, I agree. Um, I've, I've interviewed ball players before, and it's they yeah, can be it, hit it's or miss. not. It's it, it's it's more interesting for me to hear them talk about changes that they've made, um, adjustments adjustments that they've made uh, to their swing, uh, to you know their pitch mechanics. Uh, Things like that. I mean, you get a lot of stock answers, of course, um, mm-hmm. but some of them flash some personality too. And it's always fun to. I interviewed Bradley Zimmer and, and threw up a a question if you know five years down the line you have him squaring off against his brother Kyle Zimmer, you know, in, a, in some kind of playoff situation, and then and let him answer that. And, and he had some fun with that question. So um, you know, just just kind of try to find a few like personal or at least potentially amusing. Uh, Things that they can answer and, and, and let them show some of their personality. It's fun. Most of them are pretty. Most of them are pretty cool kids. So nice. it was a it was a good good series to run. Sure. Um, I, I, just, I just had flashbacks to like the NBA draft when they had high schoolers on, and, and those kids. Oh yeah. Like, like the, the deer and headlights look every time the camera like panned to them. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, and then Matt, you got anything else to share before we get out I've, of here? I've got one thing I've got to share with you, Dylan. Yes. What's up? Uh, I don't know if you remember the last time I was on. We, we made mention of Matt Adams. Yes. And I, I, I suggested against that pick. Yeah. We're not going to be seeing Matt Adams again this season. And I think yeah. it's all because you picked him. Sadly. Poor Matt. Are we taking some responsibility somewhere? I, I think you have to. Oh, I don't know that I have to, but uh, that's a discussion. You know, what do you do? Uh, poor Matt Adams. We wish him a quick That recovery. is an unfortunate yeah, situation. Dylan yeah. utters his name in the podcast, and now he's up for three to four months with a quad tear. Yikes. I don't, I, I, there are a lot of injuries I don't want to have in the top five, I think. Yeah, that sounds bad. That sounds yes. not good. 
Okay, cool. I think that'll do it for us. That's your extra long Friday episode. Steve, thank you for joining us. Steve is on Twitter oh, thanks at... Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Off the top of my head, Adams underscore Steve. Adams underscore Steve is correct. Yes. And then I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and Matt can be found at MattDFP911. Uh, we want to hear from all of you uh, way throughout the episode and just uh, any of your fantasy uh, questions or discussions. So go ahead and holler at us, and uh, have a good weekend. Good luck with your picks, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. One day I'm going to make a blooper reel of our podcast of all the things that I cut out. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine what you've got on, you've got on me. Oh, and me.